Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Well, it is a Sunday afternoon, uh, the sun is out, it's June 23rd, we've just celebrated Midsummer, and we've watched some wrestling, this is the Wrestling Guild Podcast, my name is Chris Mary Holtman, with me I have Nick E. Anderson, welcome everyone, and welcome Nick. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm doing pretty, pretty good actually, to be fully honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I got really nothing too much. To, I don't got much to say really. I mean, you have some good weather. You can go for some long walks. It's always warm. You always have some daylight. It's always dark, like it's always in Sweden. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Settling into yeah. your new lifestyle as unemployed, right? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It feels great, right? <laughs> Does it feel great about that. <laughs> Okay, anyway, so this is the uh, the Wrestling Guild podcast. We talk all about Impact Wrestling and all of their different shows. Uh, so far this week, only Impact, no no specials or anything like that. But you can, of course, go back on Anchor and Stitcher Radio and listen to all our previous 146, 47 episodes. Especially the latest one, which was about digital destruction, which was a good show. Which is a good show, uh, but today we're going to talk about Impact from June 22nd. We are part of the SLTD Wrestling uh, Podcast Network also. You can listen to a bunch of different uh, po- uh, wrestling shows there. About uh, on, For instance, Dits on Wrestling. Also, the SLTD Prediction League is up. Check that out if you watch WWE. If you are one of the few that watch WWE, ratings are going down. Hello. Hello. Not too bad. Actually. I mean, I, I mean, I, I got nothing against them, but I mean, I, I'm I'm really a fan of Impact. Yeah, and maybe you know, if time allows, maybe we'll start doing an AEW review once uh, they start up and be like, you know, yeah, if I mean, you have it would the time. Be nice to see another another side of the wrestling, really. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, Absolutely. we're going to talk about Impact uh, from June twenty second. Uh, 2019, uh, we, there's no real news as of yet. Uh, the only news that really comes out is that more matches ha- are have been signed for Slammiversary, but we can talk about them when they come up, as they come up in the show. Uh, what did you? How did you feel about uh, Impact? This, this Impact, I mean, overall, it was really good. You had some good matches, you had some top pitches. Yeah, you you're you're kind of disappearing. You must be covering your microphone or something. You're kind of disappearing. 
Ah, whoops. Okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Actually, yeah, it was my finger. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I understand uh, what you yeah. mean by the by the weird filming. I do don't really agree with the Eddie Killer Cross thing because I think that was supposed to be more of like a horror movie thing. But did you notice that they would have like every once in a while they had like a camera angle that was kind of from above, but mm. you know, not straight above. It was kind of like sideways. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, and that was that was fine, but I felt sometimes that when they did them, when they did certain moves, and they had that shot, you kind of missed a part of the effect. True, true, true. I mean, I like the more when they film just next to them, but at the same kind of level, not like you say, not like straight, uh, straight like side to side. Uh, you know, with the, when the cameraman is just standing there next to the ring, it works yeah, perfectly. The hard camera, as they call it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know about the filming in this episode. I don't know how they what they're <coughs> thinking about, but but overall, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Well, let's look at the matches that started out uh, straight away, which they've been doing. They haven't been. I'm thinking next week because Cage returned. They'll start with Cage, but uh, this week it started off with Tessa Blanchard versus Jake Crist, obviously. Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan has got have gotten into it, and now Tessa Blanchard is going to run through OVE. I don't think we'll see Tessa Blanchard against Madman Fulton. I think she will see Tessa Blanchard against Dave Christ. But now it was Tessa Blanchard versus Jake Christ. How did you like this? I mean, for me, as an opener, as the first match, it was awesome. I mean, it, has, it, was, it was extremely hard-hitting. You yeah. got to give it to them. Uh, to get rid of some high-flying moves from Tessa and some super kicks from Jake. Uh, the combo was great. Yeah. Uh, it really impressed me. I, I didn't think this was going to work, but it really worked. Yeah, I think the one thing that I think I get a little bit annoyed with is that, you know, Tessa Blanchard is supposed to be on the level of Jake Crist and she's supposed to beat him, but she's a very good wrestler. She's been winning all her matches, whereas Jake Crist, who has Jake Crist really beat? And 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 somehow the idea is that because he's a man, he automatically is on a different level than Tessa, which is not really fair because Tessa is on a better level than Don Callis says that she's like the best wrestler right now, period, no matter man or woman. So therefore saying stuff like when he, when Dave Chris got, or Jake Chris got the upper hand, they were just like, oh, he's a despicable human being. How can he do that to a woman that I found kind of weird, Yeah, but it was an awesome match. And I think Tessa here was pulling out more stops, doing more moves, different moves than she's done before. I mean, she doesn't usually super kick. She doesn't really jump through the ropes, you know, stuff like that. That was awesome. In the end, she wins with the Magnum, which is cool. So this was an awesome opener. OVE comes to the ring, and Sammy gets all up in the face of Jake. She gets angry at Jake Crist. He gets angry at Jake Crist because he lost. And then Eddie comes to the ring. Excuse me. Bless you. Well, Eddie comes to the ring and fights mm. them all. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Sorry, mm. sorry again. Allergies, you know. It's allergy yeah, season, so. But yeah, no, Eddie comes out, fights mm. them all, and all of a sudden, it's the Eddie Edwards versus Madman Fulton match. Exactly, exactly. It wasn't even, I mean, they didn't even give it a chance to, like, for us to melt it down. It just came from nowhere. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, it worked. I mean, it was quite cool. It kept the speed again. Um, the match itself was it was okay. It was alright. Um, some good back and forth. 
smooth moves felt quite fast paced. But here yeah. again, because we've seen matches where Madman Fulton has been like better. We were talking about the Digital Destruction match where he was fighting Ace, Ace Romero, even though Ace Romero got injured in that match. I just mm. felt that, and they were more on an equal level. Here, Eddie Edwards is so much better than Madman Fulton. And he, since mm -hmm. Madman Fulton is a lot taller than Eddie Edwards, Eddie can't really carry him in the match, you know. True. No, that's true. Uh, so I felt I it was a little sloppy, but then it was what it was. It was really only a way to carry Eddie's feud with Killer Cross. Mm. So Eddie goes for Kenny, but Killer Cross shows up on the on the big screen uh, with a covered Sandman. He claims it's Sandman, who he then waterboards. You know, pours water over Sandman's head, and you know, with that distraction, allows Fulton to get the win on Eddie Edwards. Uh, weird thing is though, just because I mean Eddie Edwards, there hasn't really been that much of a discussion about the the relationship between Eddie Edwards and and Sandman. So it is true. I don't know. They became like best friends from nowhere. But yeah. So you kind of wonder why he. <laughs> you kind of wonder why. He uh, was so invested. It'd be better if it'd been Tommy Dreamer or something like that. True, true. Yeah, I don't know. But Tommy Dreamer was busy. He didn't have time to get waterboarded. <laughs> he has other things to do. Uh, but anyway, Eddie Edwards loses this match. Uh, afterwards, Alicia confronts Eddie and tells him he can't go because it's a trap. And once again, Eddie Edwards is not listening to his wife. Mm. And we oh. all know where that ends. <laughs> what happens when Eddie doesn't listen to his wife? Typical, typical Eddie. Do you, I mean, can I, just a question, do you, do you feel that this is the Eddie Killer Cross feud? Do you think that that's, it's too much of a repeat of the Sammy versus Eddie feud? Mm, I mean, it could at times, you know, become a bit repetitive, fine, but I quite like it though with Killer Cross and Eddie. I mean, both are quite insane and Killer Cross, he, he will never stop and Eddie could come to a point where he will never stop either. So it will end with them just killing each other, really. So that could be really interesting to watch. But uh, but at the same time, like you're saying, true, Sam Cal and Eddie, it's quite the same thing. So Yeah. I will get more into that later because it comes back, obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, Moose versus Tommy Dreamer. Uh, how did you like this? I mean, Moose has promised that he's going to go through all of the ECW originals, or at least some. he's going to start with Tommy Dreamer. Uh, but whether he's going to go for RVD, we don't know. I mean, there's no... Or um, Sabu, I'm saying. I mean, if he's going to fight Sabu, we don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that would be the next step, I would assume. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, for me, I think it was another great match. I mean, Moose bringing his A-game yes, against did. Tommy. Uh, Tommy wasn't even ready, to be honest. It was like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> but the thing was, what was fun here was I think I think Tommy was better... Than we've seen him before. True. Oh, true. Did you see? By the way, did you see when he when Moose slammed Tommy onto the apron, mm -hmm. and Tommy Dreamer was like, "Damn, that hurts." No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if you look at it, it, it looks painful. So, <laughs> yeah, okay, but I mean, it's so funny. But it also is interesting because I mean, you have like a guy like Moose that's strong that can do those things with Tommy Dreamer, where where uh, like a, a weaker man wouldn't mm -hmm. be able to. True. So, I mean, that in the same way kind of uh, allows Moose, even if Tommy has a lot more experience mm. than Moose, mm -hmm. allows Moose to, to carry Tommy a little bit through the match because he can do the things, he can, and he can make it look 
you know, like Tommy is better than he is. Mm. I mean, no one takes as much hits as Tommy Dreamer. We no. all know that. No. I mean, this guy is insane. So, yeah. Um, but, but it was overall, good. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a nice match. Uh, Moose destroyed Tommy in the end. And yes. Quite, you know, the Dreamer won. goes, he goes for a chair. Moose uh, pulls the ref in front of himself, then kicks Dreamer in the face with the chair. Hits the no jackhammer needed, an awesome no jackhammer needed mm. for the win. And then Moose is going to do go the coast to coast on Tommy, putting the chair up on his face and it's going to jump across the ring. But RVD comes in for the save. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we had Taya visiting Rosemary underneath the stairs. Uh, and this was kind of cool because Taya comes in and she's like, all of a sudden, Taya is like this. Instead of being, and it's kind of like what Rosemary said, you used to be like the ice queen, you know, and now you're kind of some kind of Hollywood Valley girl. Uh, so, I mean, Taya's personality is completely different from being that kind of like this mystic Nordic goddess figure. And now she's all just like a, a spoiled brat that lives in Hollywood. It is quite true. It is quite true. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I like her style now more than ever, but um, yeah. Um, so yeah, Taya meet up, uh, Johnny Bravo again, yes. with her, for uh, some reason. Uh, you know what we why. never talked about, like, I think it was last week when we were talking Digital Destruction, and somebody asked him what, what his, what the E stood for, and he said it stands for erotic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I mean, this guy, he, he just stands there, he doesn't say anything either, it's just like, yep. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh... Taya wants to strike a deal with Rosemary, but Rosemary says, you know what it, what the deal entails. Um, and that she wants to, it wants Rosemary to take care of Sue Young and Havoc for Rosemary to get a title shot. And she, I guess she kind of says yes. Mm. Then, then Johnny Bravo is there again. He's all of a sudden with Melissa Santos, uh, who's getting in, who's going to interview Johnny Impact. Uh, and he complains that Melissa is standing in Johnny Impact's spot. Uh, Johnny Impact is upset with Elgin that he was attacked last week, and I can understand that. Uh, but he says he's going to win the X Division title at Slammiversary anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, he he wants to get rid of Elgin pretty much. Uh, yeah, once and for all. Yeah. So he has. So it's a three way uh, the main event. Mm. So. Then we had Sue Young versus Taya Valkyrie. How did you like this? For me, I think it was an alright match. I mean, it was fine. It was hard hitting from yeah. start to finish. Fine. Some ordinary, you know, back and forth. We've seen it before. However, uh, towards the end, you know, got a bit shenanigans. Got a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, I would, I, and I gotta say that I don't think that like a match between Sue Young and Taya Valkyrie is something that really holds my interest. It's true. It's true. Uh, yeah, it is true. It is true. Uh, and I, I feel like we've seen this before. Uh, you know, the, the back and forth. We don't see any like explosive action, some new moves, some fresh moves. Maybe they're a bit more fast paced. It's the same stuff we've seen like a half year ago. So um. yeah. So anyway, Havoc uh, interferes, knocks out Taya. And the match is thrown out. Uh, so basically, what happens is that Sue uh, yeah. is that Taya Valkyrie wins through disqualification. Sue and ha Sue Young and Havoc kind of get into it. They want to get uh, get shit. scrappy, but uh, James Mitchell interrupts them and says that they need to attack Taya instead. Mm. Rosemary comes out for the save, basically, 
Uh, and then Mitchell calls and says that he, for some reason, James Mitchell can make matches now. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know why he could do that, but he says it's going to be, he invites Taya, Sue Young, Havoc, and Rosemary for a four-way Monsters Ball at Slammiversary. What do you think about that? Are you excited about that? That was the first I, of two matches that were announced. I am really excited. I mean, Jessica Havoc, really good. Really, I mean, she is explosive, really hard-hitting. You have Taya explosive, you have Rosemary. <coughs> okay, maybe not so young that much, but still, a lot of them hard hitting. A Monsters Balls match, it could be amazing. Yeah. Hopefully, they make it amazing, though. So, oh. Yeah, that's interesting. I think it will. I think they will. I think the whole dynamic there, and I think Rose. I think if Rosemary can be on her ga- uh, top game, because I mean there is a risk of it being sloppy and being slow paced. But I mean, I think mm-hmm. if they can do really cool spots, that can mm-hmm. weigh up. You know, weapons, tables, shit like that. Then Ace Austin comes out. He cuts a promo. This is the first time we actually hear Ace Austin talk. I mean, he did talk in a, like a little vignette where he was talking to about Aiden Prince. Do you miss mm. Aiden Prince, by the way? The guy was good. I gotta admit, the guy was really good. But uh, oh, there's people similar to him, so uh, yeah, for me it's fine. Yeah. But oh, it was good. Ace Austin, you could tell that he's not super comfortable on the mic. He kind mm. of like repeated himself a little bit. But anyway, it'll come. It'll come. He says that he's the only one that's undefeated in Impact, which is, I guess, true. Mm. Kind of. Oh. Uh, I actually, I don't know how the Rascals are. If like, yeah, they got beat by by Moose, all of them individually. So they're all defeated. Yeah. Uh, and sure. Elgin too has lost, hasn't he? I, I maybe yeah maybe actually he's talking graphics yeah he, anyway he, he says that he's never been defeated uh, says that he's not he's the future of the X division and even future of Impact overall and says that they're going to change it to the Ace division and he calls for somebody to come and stop him and what happens then like anytime anybody's in the ring that throws out an open challenge. Yeah, just bring in some random dude. No, okay, it wasn't that random. Okay, but TJP, TJ something, what was it? TJ Perkins, TJP, also formerly known as Manic, also formerly known as Suicide. Uh, He used to dress up in the Suicide, and then there was kind of like a thing where they said, like, uh, Hulk Hogan came in into the company and said, oh, Suicide, take off your mask, and it was TJP, and Hulk Hogan said, it's Mm -hmm. always been TJP. And then he changed his name to Manic instead of Suicide. Uh, mm. And then he was kind of like with James Storm for a while. He was with Mahabali Shira for a while. So, But, I mean, he he's good. He's a good uh, athlete. So what happens is we have Ace Austin versus TJP. And also TJP just back from being in the WWE. He asked for his release. He wanted to get out of there because he wasn't used properly. First uh, mm. cruiserweight champion. In uh, in the WWE, cruiserweights are this their kind of version of the X division. Ah, oh, oh, so TJP uh, and the thing is TJP and Rich Swan, I think, were in the finals of the cruiserweight classic, which for the first. Yeah. So they have a history. So maybe we'll see something there. It'll be interesting. Hello. TJP's been That's... in Impact for, for before, so I mean, he has a history with a lot of people. I mean, true. Uh, so Ace Austin versus TJP. How did you like this? For me, I mean, great match. I mean, TJP being really fast-paced here. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's quick. Like, uh, 
I mean, I, I, I usually say, okay, he's awesome, fast play wrestler, but this guy is a whole nother level. High flying. Uh, well, the thing to is be that. Honest, Ace often couldn't even keep up. No, and then it was what was fun here. It's like it's fun to see that TJP gets to uh, to do another another style, mm. um, because in the WWE it's still kind of like the WWE wrestling style. It's kind of simple and stuff like that, or you know, it's a different type. But here he got to use like strong style again. It was a little bit harder. It was a little bit wilder. True. 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 And I mean, I like his outfit, his personality, his name. TJP is quite cool. Uh, so so th- it's all, it's all great. It's all great. No, no weird outfit. You know, it's straightforward. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. I, I think this guy could be really good in Impact. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm really happy that he's actually back now. Yes, yeah. he was good in Impact before, and he'll be good in Impact now. And he is somebody uh-huh. who can flesh out the X division. And I think what they really need to do now is they need to put more mm. emphasis on the X division. I mean, the Rascals are X division wrestlers. But they're kind of wrestling as a trio, um, and they're going for the tag team titles, and that's fine. But you need to mix it up a little bit more. True. There you go. That's true. So that's true. We had Eddie Edwards looking for Killer Cross. Still, then we had the Rascals in the treehouse talking about the the ass whooping that they got. Uh, Trey is upset <laughs> for some reason, and then oh. Conan comes in, and Conan, a notorious weed smoker, uh, he liked what he he liked it being there. <laughs> Uh, he says that the rascals are really good. They remind him of LAX, but they lack respect, uh, and they need to put on the five star match to get some more respect. To get respect, also, mm. so they're going to have the match uh, in uh, at Slammiversary. Mm. Yep, um, could be interesting. I don't know. Mm. He's kind of half helping rascals. I don't know why, but. Yeah. Mm. And then we had the Impact Plus moment of the week. It was Bully Ray versus EC3 from Slammiversary 12, oh. a last man standing match. Oh, I don't know really what to say anymore. I mean, these guys, they really want to kill each other, right? I mean, they're like, this guy cannot breathe anymore. Let's kill him. I mean, it's really brutal. I got to say, I got to give it to them. It's really brutal. It's really, it's nice to see, but... At the same time, it makes me sad because we will never see it now in 2019. Oh come on! I mean, you had the, you I, had the like uh, the, the like the <laughs> the empty ring or you know whatever the ring without the padding, the OGs versus LAX. Yeah, fine. You had the street fine, fight but... between LAX and OVE. God, that one was good, fine, so... fine. But we never see like the blood either. The blood. No, the we blood see some part. blood. We had two people get busted open last week. Okay, actually, that was quite cool. I was, I, I mean, oh, but more blood. You want more uh, blood. But there was blood. no blood in this match, though, was there? No, 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 no. Not in this match, no. no. Anyway, so we had Eddie Edwards. He finds uh, he finds uh, the uh, who he thinks is Sandman, but it's not Sandman. It's some dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Killer Cross attacks him, just like Alicia Edwards said would happen. <laughs> uh, but Edwards actually gets the better of Killer Cross and yeah. like beats him up. Alicia tries to stop him, like yep. always, but... Eddie goes crazy, and I don't know. Did he like bite him? Because Kill- Killer Cross he, he, he said, acted like a zombie. I don't know what was up. Because Killer Cross said, like, like he you was know, all bloody. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Killer Cross said, "Attack me, attack me," and he did. And then he was all like bloody around his face, and he was like, "This is me." Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I think that that's. I think that was kind of like the. You know. I think that was the the the, the reason why the camera was the way it was because it was supposed to be a little scarier. 
Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, the thing is, when he went into that room and thought he found Sandman, he went past uh, Killer Cross. <laughs> really? Killer Cross was standing in the other in the <laughs> other room, next, just next to. You could see his hands, his hands <laughs> in the darkness there. So it was a bit that. That's why I didn't really like the, okay. you know, the whole segment. But oh, whatever. Yeah. Well, anyway, Eddie is crazy, and th- I mean, the thing is that this is where I felt that it was a little similar to Sammy Callahan because you know. Sammy Callahan feud because Ellis Edwards was trying to stop him, trying mm. to talk sense to him, and he was still crazy. But this time it was a little bit more violent because it was the blood and stuff like that. Mm. Mm. True. True. So, uh, Sammy Callahan cuts a promo. He says he's not going to yell or anything. This was really intense and really good. It was really um, Tessa Blanchard said that she wants to be equal, so he's going to treat her like an equal. He's going to like treat her like the way he treats everybody else. And challenges her to a match at Slammiversary. Yeah, he's going to make her famous. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how this, how is it gonna go for Sammy though, because Tessa will not stand down. I mean, you saw Tessa in this match. Yeah, yeah. But but the thing is, what I'm thinking is like we always talk about that Sammy can afford to lose matches because he's just that good. You know, it doesn't matter to him really if he loses or wins. But here, I feel somewhere and somehow it does. It it might actually matter if he wins or loses. How come? I don't know. It's just like because he's like, I don't know. I I, I actually I mean, don't know. It just feels like not because Tessa's a woman and he'd be humiliated by being defeated by a woman, but I think it's, and I mean, think that Tessa needs to win this match too. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, fine. Yeah. I mean, if Tessa loses this match, it will look quite bad on Tessa, mm. to be honest. Um. So, so I'm really expecting Tessa to take this home. I'm not really expecting Sammy to take with this one home. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like just like you're saying. I feel like Sammy can afford to lose. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so we're going into the main event: Johnny Impact versus Michael Elgin versus Rich Swan. I thought that Ace Austin versus TJP really stole the show uh, before, mm-hmm. but True. until this match came along, because this was yeah. really awesome. I mean, great combos, hard-hitting, professional moves, no sloppiness. There were some moves I hadn't seen before, even. Like, I don't know what, like, Johnny Impact was doing, but he was pulling out some stuff that I hadn't seen him do before. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. I mean, that's awesome. That is just awesome. But the only thing I could complain, it was that it was mostly back and forth between elegant impact we didn't see that much of rich i don't know if that was the point could have been i mean they did take out swan a couple of times uh whereas he could have like not been in it and it was more uh, elegant versus impact but you don't want to get too much impact versus swan either because that's for slam anniversary so you don't want to give too much of that away either Mm. in the end uh, johnny impact hits the spanish fly on michael elgin awesome Uh, and rich swan hits the 450 on impact uh, surprisingly enough, the Swan wins. Does this mean that Swan's going to lose at Slammiversary? Would be quite sad. I mean, come on, that's not really nice. But I don't know. I mean, Rich in this Rich in this match was a bit. I mean, he was a bit sneaky. Yeah. Standing outside the ring and then pinned the guy, pinned Impact and won. I mean, okay, fine. But, so. but it was kind of cooler because both Elgin and Impact then attack Rich, but Rich mm-hmm. takes him out. <laughs> yep. Damn. Until Johnny Erotic Bravo uh, comes to the ring, hits him, knocks him out with the with the X, and then starts choke, and then Impact starts choking him, and then who comes out? 
Brian Cage. Right. Brian Cage takes them all out. Well, except for Swan, though. He takes no, everybody else out. He takes out Johnny Bravo. He takes out Johnny Impact. And then he powerbombed Michael Elgin. I mean, I forgot that he was that big. Did you see how, how small Elgin was? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, Elgin is... isn't a small guy, but I mean, like, next to Impact, or next to next to, to Cage, he's like super small. Yeah. And he's like, come at me. And he, Elgin's like, okay, fine. Elgin gets I, totally destroyed. Yeah, what I, but what I liked here was that Elgin wasn't that heel. Like, Johnny Impact is that heel that he talks a big game, but when he gets confronted, he runs. He's a chicken shit heel, as they call it. Mm. But Elgin isn't that way. He's like, he backs shit up. Yeah, that's true. Oh, he doesn't run away. That's true. But, I mean, he tried. I mean, Elgin tried, got totally destroyed. I mean, knocked out. Yeah. It was awesome. That was really awesome. Yep. So. And the crowd was going nuts. They were going AP. AP. They were going AP. So, so what would you, uh, what would you give this match? Or the, this mean, entire the show? show the show. The, the show. Uh, the show. I mean, overall, I really liked this impact episode. It was, it, it went pretty fast for me. So I got to give it at least a B plus. I mean. B plus, right. I could. B plus is all around. I agree completely. Mm. I am excited about Slam Anniversary. I'm excited yeah. for Impact. It's too bad. Its Impact is so far away. So far away. <laughs> Next Impact show is on Friday <laughs> this week coming. It's a little bit too far away. So I'm kind of like watching Explosion now. I started watching Global Impact, which is when TNA was in when they were TNAs. Still, they were in Japan for the first time. Huh? So you get a little bit behind the scenes looks and stuff like that. And it's kind of cool. And then I'm watching old Impact Wrestling from back in the day. Do you remember the episodes or? Well, I mean, I didn't watch Impact from the beginning. Beginning, Uh, so I'm starting from zero. I started watching Impact. When did I start watching Impact? Two thousand five, two thousand six, or something like that. Okay, so you got a couple of years to watch. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, good stuff. Well, Well, yeah. I I also got to go back and watch. I mean, yeah, everyone you should do it. Yeah, yeah. So. so, Nick, uh, that was it for the show. I would like yeah. to thank everybody for listening. It's always appreciated. Give us a like, a follow uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, don't forget to check in on Anchor, uh, Anchor and Stitcher, where you can listen to all the 147 episodes that we've produced. It's a lot of episodes, a lot of material, a lot of chit-chatting. <laughs> Um, and also don't forget to follow sltdwrestling.com which uh, hosts all sorts of wrestling and also don't forget to listen to the SLTD Wrestling Podcast Network where you'll find us Uh, there you'll find us on anywhere you find your podcast also don't forget to follow our friends Dits on wrestling Uh, shout out to them Mm. Uh, and stuff like that yeah Soon, Saturday anniversary too. To keep an eye out for our predictions, because that's going to come up too. Might come somewhere. Somewhere. You'll never know. Do, do, do. No, wait. it will come. I it'll come. <laughs> well, Nick, uh, that was it. Don't forget to visit our sponsor too, PowerSlam.tv, with yeah. over four thousand hours. So that I could actually do while I'm waiting. I could just watch PowerSlam.tv. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And also, we just want to say that our hearts, we, our thoughts are with the family of uh, the UK wrestler Lionheart passed away earlier this week an uh, awesome wrestler if you've seen uh, world of sports wrestling uh, for instance he was very he was a very good wrestler and unfortunately died i think he was only 34 and they have yet to reveal what cause of death 
sad stuff all around. Yes. Um, yeah, but what do we say, Nick? Uh, ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.